0: Welcome to Lead Today with me, Kalina. Let's talk leadership. Oh, hey. So good to be back with you. This episode is exciting because with every ending is a new beginning and I love beginnings. I find that for me... It's a real visceral feeling when I go on a plane. So when I'm leaving one place, going to a new place, being on a plane is what gives me that real sense of an ending and a beginning. I've journaled about it so many times on flights. Um, I love the feeling. I have a hard time with ending sometimes. If you're leaving people in a certain place, there's a really kind of closing of a door because you won't be physically there. But then you're physically transporting yourself to a new place. So I love the feeling of being on a plane for the visual and I can just feel that new beginning because I'm literally moving into a new awareness because I will physically be somewhere new. Um, Even better if you go from one climate to another, it just feels like you're reborn when you go from a really snowy cold place to, (laughs) to an amazing warm beach, right? That kind of feeling like, ah, you feel reborn. You feel like you're in a new spot and I think similarly as a culture... Many All cultures, actually, in some sense, whether it's, you know, right on January 1st or they use their own calendar or their own seasonal approach, have this idea of new seasons, a new day with usually sunrise, sunset, and new calendar years. And it's beautiful. I mean, it often, I find, end of year really causes everyone to pause. And of course, all the marketing dollars go into the New Year's resolution, get a gym membership lose weight get sexier you know make more money all these things marketing really pushes us toward but i think what's interesting to consider when it comes to endings and beginnings is really the fact that we have that opportunity really every day and i mean moment by moment as well if we want to get granular uh, because every moment is fleeting and changing and we can't hold on to even moments that have just passed, I think something that really viscerally reminds me of this is sunset, because we watch as the sun slowly, slowly, slowly goes down, and then once it's gone, once it's out of the horizon, it's gone, and you can't kind of go back, and you see the, the hue change in the sky, and it's gone, man, until tomorrow. So, it really just... Endings and beginnings... It feels palpable when, you know, a relationship ends or something really significant, someone passes away, then we really feel that something ended. But the reality is we are going through endings and beginnings at every single moment of every single day. And that's what change is. And that's what life is. Life is change. And it's a series of beginnings and endings in the form of seasons, life seasons, weather seasons, relational seasons. So physical seasons, spiritual seasons. It's just life is a series of seasons. Uh, And here we are at a time when people are really, you know, in that ending beginning energy. But I think it's worthwhile while we're talking about this topic to note that we are really just in a series of endings and beginnings. And so the opportunity is there for us at all times. And we can certainly, and I would encourage you to, as I am doing this as well, encourage you to really cultivate a practice of letting go and planning right I mean that's really an ending you're letting things go Um, a beginning is you know you're setting yourself up you're planning for where you're headed you're looking to the future an ending is reflecting on what the past is and of a certain time period and then from that hopefully drawing some learning and wisdom and applying it to that beginning plan that you have and that's where kind of resolutions right oh this year i Didn't physically feel how I wanted to feel or I didn't have the relationship I wanted to have or I didn't do this and this. Okay, now I'm going to change my focus, change my attention and I'm going to do something different. I'm going to put more focus and attention on these life areas. And so, of course, these episodes are a dime a dozen and I don't want to replicate the hundreds that exist. If you're looking for a New Year's resolution podcast, then the What I would recommend highly, I do it every year, I like it, is Yoga Girls stuff. So I'll put links to both the Letting Go and the Setting Intentions um, shows. So rather than try to recreate that and spend hours doing pretty well exactly what she does, I'll just point you there because she does a great job. And why am I going (laughs) to recreate the wheel? I think it's well done. So. And she really splits it into two episodes. So one is the letting go, the ending. The other one is the calling in, intention setting, new beginning. But what I'd like to offer up to you in this episode is just a means of doing this in a smaller, bite-sized, daily kind of way. So in a daily way. And if you have a gratitude journal or a journal of any sort, if you just reflect on your day before bed, um, I think it's a really powerful way. And you don't need to make it a crazy process. You don't have to spend an hour and a half every night and every morning. But I think... For me, the most powerful time that I did this was when I was living on Aruba because I really did, I want to say, 95, 90 to 95% of the time I watched the sunset. And I mentioned this when the episode started. For me, watching the sunset on the beach was such a physical experience of the fact that the day was over. It might sound silly and maybe you don't have the time to do that every day and certainly if you don't live by a beach then it might be kind of tough but if you can tune in to when the sunset is we are so biologically programmed to be in alignment with the Sun that if you know if you're working night shift or you like to work late this might seem weird or impossible I mean do do it in a way that aligns with you but if you want to try something new and you work on a general circadian rhythm in the way that you have your activity in the day, I would highly recommend tuning in to when sunset is for you in your time zone and just taking a minute. Even if you know if you've got meetings at that time, just after the meeting, before the meeting, whatever, but just tuning in and going, Okay, the day is ending. And if if you can, do this at the end of your work day. So you know if you if you got to work till 8 p.m and the sun sets at five like fine do it at eight right but when the workday ends what is going to be your sending off ritual and that could just be something as simple as I'm closing my laptop I'm putting the stuff away and I'm not looking at my phone for the rest of the night of course that plays into all the tech stuff that's you know the blue light red light all the physiological things that happen when we're on screens all night but truly it's it's also a gratitude and a conscious ending of your day. So it's beyond just the physiological. It's also a mental idea of I'm turning off. And the more I talk to people, it's all about overwhelm, burnout, I work too long. I never shut off. I'm working from home. It's just I'm on all the time. I'm like working and in my kitchen cooking and then working and with my kids and then working. And I don't even know if I'm at work or if I'm at home anymore. Like there's just such a divide and the environments are melded as well, which makes it challenging. So like I get the whole idea, right? So If we can create these, I mean, I guess rituals or routines in our day, I think that's where we really, and if you can move around your house to some degree, right? So if you're cooking, don't be on a conference call in the kitchen. Like, don't. I know there's, listen, I get it. And actually, I am the first one to admit that I have a huge tendency to work in bed. If I'm working from home, like if I'm in the office, fine. If I work from home, I love working from my bed, (laughs) so good but actually if i can bring myself to the desk be at the desk it's such a clear divide between i'm in bed i'm at work i'm in the kitchen i'm in the living room i'm outside walking my dog whatever so when it comes to endings i think yes if you want a new year's resolution please go listen to those episodes do that but I think in a in a one question format, what I would invite you to consider is what can I let go of? What can I let go of from this day, from this experience, from this challenge? What can I let go of? And that's a question, you know, when you shut off the laptop, when you shut off all the stuff, you're having an ending of your day, what can I let go of? All the stress, all the expectations, write down the you know, all the guides and gurus will tell you to write down all the things if your mind is really racing it's like i have all this stuff to do write it down before you turn off the computer here's the stuff i'm gonna tackle tomorrow morning make yourself that to-do list before you sign out for the day that one really helps actually so i'm gonna re-emphasize it make a list if there's stuff still pending do it i i love to use reminders on my mac but use a sticky note use whatever make those top three purge as well like write them all out (laughs) here are all the things I didn't get to today but they're still important I don't want to forget them so my mind is gonna stress out about them all night and then I'm not gonna actually fully relax but then I'm also not gonna work on them makes no sense uses so much energy oh my goodness just don't do it (laughs) just don't do it to yourself write them out okay I'm gonna give myself some grace I'm not getting to this today fine you know can you live with that if there's stuff that's like burning fire gotta do it fine spend an extra half hour but then when really I'm done for the day it's like it's nine o'clock now I'm I'm really here are the things that nobody's gonna nothing's gonna burn down if I leave this till tomorrow not that big a deal put it on your to-do list wherever you keep that write it down put it beside your laptop or in your laptop or whatever and then shut the damn screen (laughs) And then do whatever you need to do. Do you need to go for a walk? Do you want to go to prep dinner and really get, you know, physical and not be so in your head and work on something or a hobby that you do or with the kids or like whatever you can do to kind of really consciously shift yourself, move yourself physically into another space and end that segment. Because the more we just sit in the same chair all day and don't physically and mentally end that segment of whatever it is of work, of play, of rest, we're half in half out and that's where these problems arise in my experience so put it to bed close it off go to the next thing very consciously and tell yourself i'm done for the day what can i let go of what am i learning from today and that's it those are the two like what can i let go of all the stresses all this stuff all the worries all the concerns i did what i could And then what do I learn? So, hey, you know, I spent a lot of time on this project, could have done a better job, like do a bit of reflection there, just even in your head, okay, should have, you know, done the grocery, should have stopped working earlier, should, 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 you know, try to, try to give yourself some more grace again and just say, okay, you know, tomorrow that means I'm going to go grocery shopping at five o'clock, I got to, I got to shut this thing down. So learn from that, as we said, what can I let go of? What can I learn from this? And then we move into beginnings, which is that morning situation, right? That new year, new day, new moment, new environment, all that beginning energy. It's spring energy. It's when things start blooming. It's new. It's fresh. It's exciting. Um, But we need, let's, let's first acknowledge, we need that death and renewal. We need the, I'm done with this. What can I let go of? I'm letting go of one, two, three, four, five. I'm done with these things. And now it's a new day. In order to pick things back up again or go into that new day, we have to have that death and renewal. So that's where what I was mentioning about not having endings, right? The brain constantly running, running, running about our problems. If we don't put it to bed and we'll work on problems in our sleep, right? We know that you'll work it through in your head, a problem that you're facing. But, you know, if we don't consciously, like, okay, I'm not going to worry about the fact that I didn't finish the laundry while I'm on the couch just reading a book trying to chill out or I'm going out to dinner with friends. not going to worry about the work stuff right now. If we can compartmentalize, much better into a new day. If we can also set ourselves up for success, which I said with the putting the sticky note on, we're also set up for our new day. So now we're in our new day. And, of course, right, there's the traditional set goals, have the specific action steps and milestones and get a mentor and have support and accountability structures like coaching one-on-one. I get it. I live it. I'm all, (laughs) all up in that action steps situation. But let me tell you something. When you are in the mode of how do I want to feel rather than what do I need to do? you're in a very different place so you begin your day and right away okay one two three four five six all these things oh my god I'm behind ah right away you're late you're behind you're frustrated you're stressed if it's you wake up and it's like okay how do I want to go through my day how do I want to feel that's the first question of a beginning how do I want to feel I begin you know okay I want to feel a sense of accomplishment today you know I want to get some things done I want to feel productive I want to feel. Happy and calm. I want to feel connected to nature. I want to feel connected to my family or loved. You know, if you can get really clear on here are the things I want to feel, it's a really good start to a beginning, I would say, planning out and mapping out a day. Because at the end of the day, you can say, did I feel stressed and shitty or did I feel the good things I want to feel? And if you have a lot of days where you didn't feel what you wanted to feel, You're going to feel it you're going to feel that shitty feeling and you're going to know that there's an opportunity to make a change so let's get real clear on how we feel not because it's fluffy but because how we feel is simply an indicator as to if we're living in alignment with our standards are you living in alignment with your standards and there's an episode i'll do shortly in the future with a method that i really love from a book um I'll we'll, you know, I'll save it for that episode, but we'll, we'll do some work on, okay, what are my standards even? She, um, this writer has, has done a brilliant job. So we'll get, we'll get into defining what those things are, but you know, when you're not living in alignment with your standards, you know, when you're sort of betraying yourself and not being the person you want to be because, you know, you'll feel guilty and you'll feel shitty about yourself. So that's when you're not living in your standards. So you'll know really clearly. So what do I want to feel? really really good idea to ask yourself that question when you go into any new beginning whether it's you know a new job a new relationship a new year a new day any new scenario how do I want to feel and I think that begins a cascade of questions but of course the action-oriented parts of ourselves once we've identified what it is we want to feel I think another opportunity is to then ask yourself, where do I want to put my focus? What do I want to focus on? Because one thing is how I want to feel. I want to feel productive. I want to feel loved. I want to feel happy. But then we have a choice, right? You can feel loved or some sense of at least a dopamine hit if you're on Instagram for a while and you just scroll around and get that hit, right? There's some sense of some kind of feeling when you do that but is the feeling being derived from the area of your life that you want it to be i want to feel loved okay are you getting that from your spouse or from porn or you know like or that sexual whatever like where are you getting the feeling from is the source of that what you want it to be and so i think when we put our focus onto things we can really move ahead. Like, okay, I want to feel productive. Well, you can feel productive by cleaning your whole house, but you've avoided your book deadline or your, whatever, your, your kids, or, um, you've avoided a hobby deadline, relational, whatever deadline, you know, whatever goal it is that you really want to hit. Believe me in writing my book, which will be coming out this year. Oh my goodness, it's taken me years. And I'll tell you, the spaces that I've been in have never been cleaner than the past few years when I've had to write this damn book because everything took precedence over writing the book. But what would have really helped me many times is getting the damn book done. And so, okay, what do I want to focus on? So then it's, you know, this project, this relationship, this arena of my life, my body, my physical health. I really want to prioritize that. I want to you know, make sure I sweat today. I want to make sure I connect with my partner today. I want to cuddle with my partner and really get a hug and really feel connected there. I want to have a phone call with my mom, whatever. So, you know, on the new day side, it's how do I want to feel? What do I want to focus on? And those are the core things because once you identify, okay, I want to focus on finishing my book, then a cascade of action steps come to mind right? And if that is your problem, is you if you have all these action steps, one thing that helps me, of course, is having an accountability partner. So with my book, I did need to get an editor who has been a lifesaver. Caroline, if you by any chance are listening, my God, thank you so much. I'm so grateful for you to just, even if we've disagreed on things, you just keep me on track. It's so good. So if you need help finishing a project, my biggest, Advice to you is getting some damn help. Whatever, wherever, whatever, however you can do that. Whether it's just a friend checking in on you. It doesn't have to be a subject matter expert. You don't have to pay them. But get some damn help to remain accountable. Do the thing with someone else. That's something I offer up to you. Unrelated to beginning. Well, maybe it's related to beginnings in some way. Don't do it alone. God, you'll make a mountain out of a molehill if you're alone. Everything's harder. So you're knowing how you want to feel you're putting your attention you know where you're focusing your attention and you've enlisted the resources or you have some kind of action steps that you need to get these things done that's what i'd say for a new beginning is a very very start of really crafting and imagining what it is you want because when you craft how you want to feel you have the feelings your intentions there i mean that might be a last thing if you do the yoga girl podcast you'll you'll kind of come up with a statement for the year and things i mean when it comes to how you want to feel you might answer you know okay um today i'm showing up with excitement and curiosity or whatever and you can you can really do that on a year spectrum if you're going a whole year um her approach is to have a word you know that you're going to focus on um for me because you're asking you're answering the what do i want to focus on in that second question you're going to see, right? Okay. I want to focus on building my business or I want to focus on my career. I want to focus on making another house sale. I want to focus on, you know, finding a new career because I really hate mine, whatever you're going to already, if you're asking yourself that question every day, continue to be guided and continue to go down the path. Um, But there is, I think, value in having that overview. And that's where, again, I'd send you to that broader episode to spend an hour or more on really crafting out those big life areas I do have actually also a previous, I'll link to that too, a previous episode, I think, where we kind of map out on at least a few areas of your life. So I'll link to that too. Um, But either way, you do want kind of a broader north guiding star. But I think what happens with a lot of us when we do that, it's a powerful thing to shift the energy from one year to another for sure and really feel a new beginning. But then we kind of just fall back into our old shit, right? So rather than falling back into our old thing... I think what I'm proposing about really ending your days consciously and beginning your days consciously with those four questions that I've asked, and you will ask yourself, I think is actually the key to remaining on track with those broader intentions, with those broader goals and focus and feelings and words that you come up with if you do this on a daily basis. So, what I offer to you, because of course. You know, from December 31st to January 1st, you wake up and you're the same person. So I'm offering up to you to really bring this into a daily practice that doesn't take you a hell of a lot of time, brings you into the present moment, and gives you an opportunity to begin anew every day, rather than having to wait a whole 364 of them to have a new shot changing your life. So I wish you a very good rest of your day and I'll see you in the new year or the new day on our next episode. Thanks so much for listening, and if you love the show, please do support by liking, subscribing, reviewing, or supporting it through coffee, where you can make donations as, really, not a fan, but a Producer, I listened to Joe Rogan's podcast. Just a quick aside before I let you go. I listened to Joe Rogan's podcast. There's an episode by the father or the grandfather of podcasting. Uh will link to that too. It's a really long, it's like a three-hour episode, but I was intrigued. Um, and he talks about essentially how he calls his people producers because they'll send him content, they'll send him ideas and like on topics and even their own information. And he'll feature that information, not for a fee or anything, but just you know, he, he produces his content solely for his people. He doesn't run any ads on his show and it's all just about getting input from people and people from the show just, and he calls them producers. So they're not fans. They're not supporters. They're producers because they aid him in producing the show financially or monetarily speaking, but they also bring him content and insights and really engage with the show. And that's, I love that. When I heard that, I thought, yeah, that's what I want. I mean, ads will bring in money, but then you're beholden to those sponsors. And I've seen some shows go so downhill when they advertise for people that you're just like, you're not using that product or you don't really care about selling a damn mattress. Don't, don't try and sell me the mattress when you don't even care. I mean, don't get me wrong. We all use mattresses. I actually, I think it makes a huge difference, but just, you know, you want to advertise things that you truly believe in, not just for the paycheck, right? That's doesn't feel like it's an integrity. So I would much rather have a bunch of producers that really support me to produce this show and even bring feedback. So feedback is also a way for you to interact with me and make this show better. So however you want to help me produce this show, I am so grateful for you and your input because that's why I make this show, to interact with you. So thank you for listening. Thank you for interacting with me. And I will see you again at another episode very soon.